the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show on this Wednesday. It's great to have you. Thank you for letting me ride shotgun, or maybe I'm coming through your smartphone on the app at 989theanswer.com. I'm grateful that you're here, and I'd be really grateful, too, if you would take some time to check out the legacy on possumrun.com, especially if you're getting married or you know somebody getting married next year, or maybe they're planners, right? They're getting married in 2025. Go check out the venue that Ohioans are raving about. It's called the Legacy on Possum Run. And when you go to the LegacyOnPossumRun.com, you'll get to see the three beautifully unique spaces, 20,000 square feet total, that comprise the venue. You'll also get to see the calendar and what dates are open. So you can see, is your special day available? Or maybe you love the venue so much that you go, I love it, and uh, I'll just go ahead and plan my day around what they have available. You can do that there. The cool part, the pricing is right up front. It's listed on the website. There, there's uh, no hidden fee. And then there's this cool thing called the supply closet. That's the stuff that you get to use for free. You, you rent it essentially, but it's free rent. And it will save you hundreds of dollars, you know, like centerpieces and garland and arches and all the other cool stuff. So go to the legacy on possumrun.com. The legacy on possum run, your legacy begins here and disclaimer my wife and i do run that business so as that business benefits so do i and i am grateful for you checking it out and spreading the word to other people that you care about talk about spreading the word um we're going through the words in this ohio capital journal article and it is titled pumping the brakes ohio house speaker dismisses effort to limit court jurisdiction on issue one This is schoolhouse rock type stuff, said Speaker Jason Stevens, who actually made a salient point in the beginning of the article saying that Republicans should uh, not be rushing to the ballot with a repeal effort, but should focus on maternal and early childhood care. I tend to agree with that. Um, Despite the Speaker's measured response, Democrats remain wary recalling Republicans' last-minute maneuvering to get a related issue on the ballot in August. We're going to talk about this. First of all, the, the one-sided angle of, of the Ohio Capitol Journal is just disgusting. But, but I, I told you that I would talk about why Jason Stevens isn't off the hook, and there's, there's the first mention of this August special election by the progressive press. What was the August special election? Let's go through it. Um, many conservatives still see Jason Stevens weighing in on this effort as a deflection because the speaker, if you remember, conspired with 21 other Republicans and the full slate of Democrats to get the gavel in January. 
And because of the disruption that caused, things got out of the gate slow. Sessions weren't scheduled. There was fear, according to insiders, from Stevens, who actually went in and retooled some of the rules of the House and wouldn't even call on members of his own party during session because he was afraid to get vacated. That's the the brass tacks bottom line. So there's this chaos at the beginning of his term. The problem is there was a deadline looming in February by which time business had to be done in order for a 60% amendment proposal to be put forward via resolution. 60% requirement to amend the state constitution. But because of Stevens chicanery and the 21 other Republicans also now now known forever and infamously as the blue 22, the measure didn't make it to the May ballot, which is where it could have been decided. That's an important fact. Instead, it was presented in an August special election that gave opponents time to get funds from that Arabella group of advisors that we mentioned Develop messaging and messaging that included the fact that Republicans had just voted down in the last General Assembly special elections like the one they were now putting forward in August because Stevens et al. messed around and missed the deadline, making Republicans look inept. Now, I said this yesterday, and here comes the article, and what do they say? Despite the Speaker's measured response, Democrats remain weary, recalling Republicans' last-minute maneuvering to get a related issue on the ballot in August. See, they're still using it as ammunition. You can't trust these Republicans. Well, you can't trust Republicans who change their stripes because they're thirsty for power and privilege, which I will forever stand by with Jason Stevens. I published an article called Bipartisanship or Betrayal. Betrayal. Go to the ohiopressnetwork.com, search it up. It was published in January. Now, why does all of this matter? Well, first, several GOP members still believe Stevens made a deal with Democrats because go back to November, December, it was Derek Maron who actually won the GOP nomination in conference. He won. And Republicans promised to acclimate around him. Well, they didn't. Jason Stevens peeled off, went and got 21 other uh, Republicans and made a deal with Democrats is the accusation. Many Republicans will forever believe that Stevens made a deal with Dems. That included, and it was reported back then, slow rolling the 60% amendment proposal. Why is that 60% amendment proposal important? Well, people who oppose it, and by the way, they're the same people who supported issue one, which is that radical abortion amendment you just passed last last week. Uh, those demagogues, the, the progressive press, They're going to raise hell about that 60% amendment forever because they're going to say it's not democratic. Isn't that what you heard? It's not democratic. Um, But again, the same band of folks who wanted that 50% plus one threshold are the same people who didn't tell Ohioans what was really an issue on abortion on demand to birth for convenience and a threat to parents' rights. Not my words, words of the former solicitor general, words of the current Attorney General, words of civil rights and constitutional law experts. Now, lawmakers, I just can't. (laughs) 
Now lawmakers, though, who supported issue one will save face because they're going to say, well, we're not going to push for uh, parental rights to be ripped down. No, they're not. They're not in the bill. They're not from the floor. But what they're going to do is they're going to back the efforts of progressives through groups like the ACLU and Planned Parenthood who will find an activist complainant and they'll shop for venues around Ohio where there's a sympathetic liberal judge and they'll put a case forward there and they'll point to the language that said every individual and say, see, it says every individual, this individual, this child has a right to that puberty blocker. This child has a right to that abortion and somewhere they will find a judge who says, I concur. That's how your rights as a parent will start to be stripped. But the bigger issue is that we now have the secret sauce. Progressives now have the secret sauce. So because that 60% threshold didn't pass, it only takes 50% plus one vote to amend the Constitution. And we just saw that the progressives, the global Marxists, poured in millions of dollars and they used attorneys to draft language that was extremely and intentionally broad and then pitched it to you as a codification of Roe v. Wade as simply protecting women's reproductive health. But the reality is we are now in the find out phase. And what you're going to find out is that this is a radical amendment that 75% of Americans don't approve of. But the camel's nose is already under the tent. The law is already on the books. And it's the supreme law of the land. So now, because of his selfishness, Jason Stevens has allowed the progressives to amend the Constitution with a radical amendment and then proved to the world that if you have 30 to $40 million, you can do it all day long. What's coming next? They're going to go after the Ohio Redistricting Commission so they can gerrymander maps and get more seats in the state house. More on the other side of this break, The Bruce Woolley Show. Hey, welcome back into The Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor here, Editor-in-Chief of The Ohio Press Network. Be sure to check us out at theohiopressnetwork.com. That's theohiopressnetwork.com. Make sure you click subscribe. Uh, as Mark Weaver and I talked about yesterday, <laughs> the way that you circumvent and disconnect a progressive Marxist globalist-funded press is that you support people who tell you the truth. And we work hard to tell you the truth at the Ohio Press Network. So we appreciate your support as we report on the people, politics, and policies around the world and here statewide that you won't get in other newspapers. <clears throat> Our dear friend, uh, Bob France, posted this uh, earlier today, and I wanted to uh, share it with you because it hit me. Uh, he, he wrote, sorry about your Thanksgiving Day parade family tradition. Did you get this one? Uh, non-binary and transgender extravaganza featured in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This came out yesterday. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is causing controversy this year with the inclusion of non-binary and transgender performers. The controversy caused the One Million Moms group 
to create an online petition voicing opposition to the move. One Million Moms, a conservative advocacy group created by the American Family Association, has gathered about 20,000 signatures online to protest what they call a non-binary and transgender extravaganza during the family-friendly annual parade. The group claims the LGBTQ agenda will be exposed to millions of viewers of the parade that traditionally ushers in the Christmas season. Uh, You can read about that at hotair.com in the article titled Non-Binary and Transgender Extravaganza featured in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, It's by Karen Townsend. I I laugh because, of of course it is. Of course it's going to be featured. And, of course, we talk about non-binary because the people who push the non-binary are also the people who tell you that you should have believed the Fauci science and you should believe the medical industrial complex and you should make decisions based on science. Well, here's one for you. Women have an XX chromosome set. Males have an XY. That's pretty binary. <laughs> Just saying, how's that working out for you? Um, <clears throat> so thanks, Bob, for, for sharing that. Speaking of petitions, uh, I, I want to remind you of something Vivek Ramaswamy said last week during the third GOP presidential debate in Miami. Remember this? We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. So he called her out in addition to the NBC reporter that he also called out, which I thought was awesome and hilarious at the same time. If you remember, uh, he went after the reporter and said, look, this is the network that uh, perpetuated the fake Russia collusion hoax uh, or the fake Russia collusion story. It was a hoax. And then and then went after Ronna McDaniel, who's the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, uh, the Republican National Party. And so, you know, that's one of – I'll call that a Trump-esque comment. I think one of the things that's entertaining about Donald Trump is that he makes comments that are so inflammatory that your visceral response is how you respond. And oftentimes the response identifies the people. Words and actions are a barometer. And so when he called out Ronna McDaniel, you'll remember <clears throat> we talked to Stefan, who is Vivek's uh, deputy communications director on Friday. And we talked about the fact that Ronna McDaniel spent a lot of energy on those comments by Vivek and went to the airwaves and said, look, he won't get a penny, which I, is, is that is that is that legal? I, I don't know. I'm not an attorney. If you if you know, call me. Uh, and then he and then she went on uh, the warpath and started spewing what Vivek says are falsities. Like Vivek voted for Obama, and I asked the question: Isn't her energy focused on Vivek? Kind of proof of what he's saying, isn't it? We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, A cancer in the Republican establishment. And so Vivek now 
is calling for Rana Romney McDaniel to resign as RNC chair. His press release today pointed to a website, FireRana.com, and it launched today, one week, exactly one week after the presidential debate and after Vivek called for the resignation of the RNC chairwoman. I am sick and tired of this Republican establishment that has made us a party of losers. You just heard that. And so Vivek is launching a petition at FireRana.com so that thousands of grassroots conservatives across the country, according to his press report, can join him in his calls for the resignation of losing leaders, namely Rana Romney McDaniel. Vivek issued the statement uh, that is akin to what he said from the stage. I'm sick and tired of this Republican establishment that has made us a party of losers. Where is the accountability for years of losing 2018, 2020, 2022, and now 2023, said Ramaswamy. On the debate stage, he said that. And then he said, I called for Rana Romney McDaniel to resign. Now I'm asking grassroots conservatives across the nation to join me so she can feel the power of the people. It's time to stop the culture of surrender and losing. Resign, Rana. Now, here's what's interesting about that. Uh, probably his fiercest competitor, someone gaining ground, Nikki Haley, responded uh, to Vivek. Here's what she said. What happens? He comes out of the gate. He hits the female chair of the party. He hits the female anchor on the platform. And then he hits me. And I'm not saying anything. I ain't saying I'm just saying. But he might have a girl problem. <laughs> I'm just saying he might have a girl problem. What happens? He comes out of the gate. He, he might have he might have he might have a girl problem. Words and actions are a barometer. And I've said, and I know it's unpopular, I think that Nikki Haley is part of a GOP establishment. I actually believe what Vivek said from the stage, I think that she is Dick Cheney in three-inch heels. And I think now what you're seeing is her visceral response. And that response includes putting a label on Vivek. I mean, she's saying it without saying it. He's a misogynist, right? I mean, isn't that, isn't that what the left does? Isn't that what they do? If they don't like you, they, they, they start playing identity politics Or worse, they'll try to assassinate or assault your character. The question I'm going to ask is, why is Vivek doing this? Do you think he has a chance to win? I love Vivek. I don't think he has a chance to win. I think he has a chance to be a, a, a significant member of the cabinet or maybe a VP selection. And wouldn't it be appropriate And wouldn't it be like Donald Trump to pick someone like Vivek who would go in and dismantle the establishment in both the Republican Party and the federal government? Something to think about. Hey, uh, hour number two coming up next on The Bruce Woolley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.